Welcome to Play and Chill, a Nintendo podcast. I am Andrew Collette, and this is my fine editor, Visa. Today, we're, of course, if you're you know, a viewer and look at the thumbnail and title, we're going to be talking about Kirby and the Forgotten Land. Before we get, get into this game, I wanted us to talk about our Kirby backgrounds, like, you know, our upbringing with Kirby, how we were introduced to him. I personally... Oh man, I was supposed to look this up before the podcast started. Uh, what what Kirby game was my first one? Because it's the one on the Game Boy. I don't, do Do you know your first Kirby game? I don't know. I uh, I think I tried on the Game Boy Color, and on the Super Nintendo, and that was it. I think I had one on the Super Nintendo that have like a bunch of stuff, like a bunch of mini games and Kirby things, mm-hmm. but I I never like played that much. I don't remember like finishing the game. I just remember just trying it for a while and being like, okay, this is interesting. And then, and then I never played another Kirby again. So this, <laughs> was like my first, this is my first uh, yeah, ever game I ever finished of Kirby game at least. So Nice. So I am looking it up and my first Kirby game was the first Kirby game. I thought I was oh, nice. too young. It, it came out in 1992, which is when I was born. Just to age me and you there. But... uh yeah, that, uh, I think that game actually holds up. I, uh, I I haven't played it recently, but like I remember playing it. I played it in my 20s. I'm uh, 30 now. Uh, my, my dad is one of those people who he doesn't care for video games, but he keeps all the crap. So sometimes when I go home to his house, I play the old games. And this is a Game Boy game I have pretty fond memories on. I, I, yeah, so I played. I think I played it after college when I graduated and stuff. I do. I don't. I never owned it, but I remember playing pinball and a little. I dabbled in Dream Course, not a lot. And then, probably the one I have the next most experience with is uh, Kirby and the Crystal Shards on the Nintendo sixty four. I I have actually more fond memories of the mem of the mini games from that. Which in the Forgotten Land they don't really got mini games for multiplayer, uh, which is fine. Yeah. I, like uh, it's more of a single player experience. I mean, so is Crystal Shards, but I, I just feel like the Nintendo 64 was more part of the golden age for local, you know, sit on the couch. Have I don't want to say couch co-op because it's mini games, but you know, local multiplayer, for example, like you know, split screen. We don't see that much anymore. Yeah. So yeah, I, I, yeah. I thought that filled that hole there, and then I think I went on like a spell of not playing it for a while like i know there's return to dreamland we're going to get the remake next month so we're kind of preparing for that and one i really want to try that i've heard is really critically acclaimed is planet robobot and then you know that's oh and then i tried the demo for star allies and then i tried the demo for forgotten land and honestly i don't think it's a very good demo did you ever try the demo for for this game no, I never try. I barely try any demos. I don't remember the last time I tried it. Demo. <laughs> I don't know why. Like it's just not not usual my thing. I just if I want a game, like I'll get it, or I never try it. Yeah. So this game at the Game Awards won the best family game, and we kind of talked in the past how I, I think a fan. I don't know. It's it's. So family is kind of, you know, just so different for everyone. Like for me, it's like three little kids. I got three-year-old, two-year-old, and 10-month-old. And all of them can't play Kirby. Like I, I tried it. I, I think I was going to buy this earlier. And like I tried the demo with them. And it was just so freaking frustrating. 
<laughs> but it's probably a good family game, I guess, if you got another person. Um, but it's only like two people. Yeah. Like I kind of think, I don't know. That see, families call, come in all different shapes and sizes. If you only have one kid, then I guess it's good. What if Did your you girl wants to, to play with you? Uh, no. Yeah, yeah. I tried it with my son. It was really frustrating. Hey. You play as oh. B- Bandana Waddle D. He's got a cool speeder. He doesn't get to suck up people. Uh, like I kind of wish you could have been. Like another, like you have the choice because I think having the choice of being Waddle D is cool. Like I think Return to Dreamland, some of the trailers I'm seeing for next month is pretty, it's pretty cool because they you can be, you can have multiple Kirby's, you can have King DDD, you can have Meta Knight, you can have uh, Waddle D. So that one's probably more of a better multiplayer experience. This was you know kind of the, I don't know this was kind of this is officially Kirby's first 3D. War- game that's kind of crazy yeah i 2022 like we're talking about this in 2023 but uh yeah 2022 i'm surprised it took that long actually now i will say it's freaking polished you know we just we've been we're coming off pokemon scarlet and violet and boy it feels nice to play like (laughs) just that classic nintendo polish it's so good. Yeah. The controls are tight. The game looks great. I didn't. I don't think I saw like one single flaw ever, like performance wise. Pretty it's dang true. nifty for their first 3D it's game true. too. Pokemon was like, oh, 3D. 3D ah! yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was an amazing 3D game. It was pretty good. It were. It felt like Kirby was always a 3D game, right? Like it felt like. It felt like that's that's how the Kirby works. You know, like it was perfect. It fit perfectly. And I love all the stages and everything. And we were going to talk about it, but getting ahead of myself, I love it. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I now I, I'll be. Yeah, I guess we can get into our general thoughts. I, uh, I'm not as, I don't know. So I look at. So this game was received really well. I, I really like the game. I want to start off with that. I'm not trying to be negative. I just I, I, I watched some reviews for this game, and if you watch some of these reviews, I think they 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 acted like. The second coming of Jesus just happened. Like, <laughs> like this changed their life. They weren't expecting anything, but then this game blew their mind. I wasn't expecting much because, you know, Kirby, like, it is a kid's game. They got some post-game stuff that, you know, does, you know, ramp up the difficulty. And I think that's a classic Nintendo thing. And I, that's something about this game, too. I think it starts off, like, the demo didn't grab me. But once you get past the first world or two... I think the level design, no matter your skill level, is just really fun to play. Then post game actually does ramp some difficulty. For but anyways, sure. this game is like I don't. I think the lowest score I saw for this was an eight out of ten. That's incredible. I've, I've seen. I don't think I saw a ten out of ten, but eight and nine was definitely the average I was seeing. And it's the biggest. The is is that the right word? Biggest selling, best oh best selling, best selling Kirby game with five point two seven million units worldwide as of te- as of September thirtieth, twenty twenty two. That's pretty crazy. But anyways, I, I really like it. I just wasn't... You know, when Mario went 3D to Mario 64, like, that was mind-blowing. When Zelda went from uh, Link's Awakening... No, not Link's Awakening. Link to the Past to Ocarina of Time. Both great games, by the way. But I'm just saying the, the jump to 3D, it's mind-blowing. I, I just, I guess yeah. I just wasn't mind-blowing. I, I was like, man, we should have had this a while ago. But it, it's still freaking good. I, I want to I stress that. It is too easy at first, but you know, that's intent. Like it's Kirby. You got it. And you can make it hard for yourself. Um, they got those cool little Waddle D challenges, which are good. Yeah. So, yeah. That's generally what I've been thinking. 
what I really enjoy is that you know the the stages makes you make you use like all the copy abilities and not just use the same one. Because I'm one right. of those people who who get like, oh, this is my favorite one. Like the first one I use, I get used to it. I'm like, oh, that's my favorite one. I'm just gonna play the whole game using that. And I did. They, I like, did try to do that a lot. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we'll get that. They later, make but. you like they make you use every copy ability and then you get yeah. you know some are still bad but, but it's still like it's fun you know to learn some of them so i think that was pretty cool and i feel like that made the game uh go better than just like you know pushing through using the same one over and over and over again so for me the stages were were a nice thing because of that i feel like the you know with all the the multiple mode, the, the the other abilities, the other stuff that we can talk about uh, more later, but I feel like uh, they were not difficult, but they were a nice experience, right? Like mm-hmm. you get a new thing and you'd be like, "Oh, that's nice." Like I think that the stages were always changing a little, so they're always like a little new new thing for the Kirby, and then and then they would ramp up the difficulty or just like they teach you one thing and then they teach you another thing. Next stage, they put them together. Right, you need to do both at the same time. So I felt like that was uh, that was pretty good. I have a great, great time in the game. But to the post game, we're going to talk about it. Okay. <laughs> oh yeah, how the far did you? So I-, I wanted to to, to <laughs> grab my switch and throw it out of the window <laughs> for a reason that was my fault. But I'll talk about that later. Okay. Well, yeah, we'll definitely get to that. I, let's let's talk about how far we got. So I I 100 of the game, but I did not complete the game, and I think there's a difference. Like I think that. I was doing all the target times for the treasure roads, but then I learned later, like when I had like 4% left, I was like, wait, do I not need to do all these? And then I see, I think I didn't do two target times. I did all the treasure roads, but not two target times. I'm trying to remember. Is is there anything else I missed? Maybe that's it. I don't know. Uh, Yeah. How much, how far did you get in this? I I was just saying, Hey, do your best to beat the game. looks like you tried to go further past the game. Yeah, I went to the post game and then I went to the final fight of the post game yesterday. Oh, but yeah. Wait, wait, so the final fight of the post game or the, the, the final the, tournament? No, the final fight. Oh, okay, the final okay. tournament. Yeah, the final fight. And then I lost it. Uh, and, and then I lost it again. And then I was like, oh, I need to do some other stuff. <laughs> Did you use First the items? items? No, I didn't use the items. And I almost got that, it yeah. using. Yeah, but I'll, I'll, t- I'll talk about that later because i, okay, I okay. save that story <laughs> i save the start for when you when you talk about the post game because it's a build up to i throw my switch out of the window and need to get a new one so all right yeah, yeah. so let's let's i think we had a good segue of the copy abilities and treasure road i know those are kind of two separate categories but whatever so what what i'm trying to say about this is yeah let's get the treasure road out of the way because i don't think there's a lot to talk about them they're more just like you know, you go around on your map, and as you collect Waddle Dees, beat levels, as you can see on the screen here. That I, what I like about these is, you know, this is classic Mario level one one design where you get a copy ability, and you may not be using it a lot in your game, or maybe you don't know the best way to use it. But these Treasure Road levels, I feel, are great level design to teaching you how to use the ability. Instead of you just reading a freaking manual. And it does give you like a little, you know, blurb when you first get the ability. Like, but then you forget about it later. Like right now I'm, yeah. uh, so like what came out today is Fire Emblem Engage. And with my play so far, you know, it's, it's, it's fun. Uh, there's just so freaking 
much to know in that game and they teach you by just like reading stuff and I'm going to forget it later. I know I am. <laughs> While this you read it and they, they make it very short and then like for example when you get to a certain uh, fire ability you can you can speed up how fast a cannon fuse goes if you hang on to the attack button. But when you first get that you're not yeah. running into cannons. So you don't you kind of forget that. But then when you go to Treasure Road you're like why can't I beat this in time? And it's because you're not speeding up the cannon, so you like you read it again. So I, I don't know. I just feel like that it's just good game design, teaching you how to play the game by playing the game. Yes, a little reading, but it's it's really not like a textbook or anything. Yeah, there's a the one I remember is the one that you make a circle on the ground uh, using the dig ability. And oh that's yeah, something yeah. That you, you're not gonna have, like learn that yourself, but then you do the treasure route, and then you learn that. And now all of a sudden, oh, now I know how to do that. And then I use that later to beat some bosses when I need it. So I feel like that was cool. There was still some copy abilities that I suck. So there was some treasure routes that I suck. Uh, <laughs> one, like, oh, we're going to talk about probably, like, I love the, I love the treasure roads. But uh, at some point, I felt like I was doing the treasure roads to get the upgrades. And then I just wanted to, like, progress the game. I wanted to right. play the stages. And I spent, like, one hour playing treasure roads. Like one after the <laughs> other, because I because I left a lot of treasure roads behind, so I just like went back and then did like one hour of treasure roads, and I, like a lot of them were fun, especially because you just got like fifty coins from completing on time, so you know the time is not like you just need to complete it, basically you don't need right. to complete it on time, right? So I was just like completing it. You just do once. I think. I think like most of it, I just did once. There was like one or two what I had to to redo because I was stupid. And so yeah, so like but but I enjoy it. As a as a whole, I think I enjoy it. I feel like at one point I felt like there was too many treasure routes and they were linked to the upgrades. Oh that's and a good I just point. wanted then I have to agree with to you. Be there. More, yeah, to be more like a mini game where you not you can upgrade your weapons without doing them and then later you want to do them, you just do them and have fun with them. So I felt like I want to progress the game and I need to go back and do the treasure roads. So at one point that was eh, but but I enjoy them. I I enjoy the treasure roads. Yeah, those are some good points. Yeah. Uh yeah, and I, I think honestly, treasure roads, some were probably the most difficult part of the game. I mean, I'm pretty sure I left two out. I'm going through my files right now. One is Masked Hammer. Which one's the other one? I know I I know I missed another one. Yeah, I didn't do all of it. I mean I didn't do every treasure road. Here's the pro and con of like teaching you how to play through gameplay is if you don't know how like because sometimes I, I, I think I looked up a couple of them and you just you're just like, how the crap do you beat this in time? I'm I'm 30 seconds behind. And it doesn't tell you how. <laughs> You just kind of yeah. got to figure it out, which I don't know. I think it's good if it's like just, I think when the player just literally has no idea where to go. Okay, my philosophy with it is if you have to go to the internet, I think that's a bad step. Like you shouldn't have to go to the internet to find out True. how to do True. all this crap. I know a lot of people disagree with that stuff, but this isn't like, I don't know. This isn't like an online forum game, but anyways, for the most part, that's, that's really not like a big deal. It's just, it's that's the exception, not the rule. The rule is generally they're pretty good, as like we've yeah. Like we've said. I was between like God you first try, 
or I need to like save one minute. <laughs> it was like, it was like <laughs> I got it. It's super easy, or like right. I, there's no way I'm gonna get like this amount of time. So, right. Sweet. So let, let's actually talk about the the copy abilities. So w one cool thing this game does is not only do you get the copy ability, but you can upgrade them. So yeah. I, I think I'll just go go through them in alphabetical order. Uh, there's the bombs, which can turn into chain bombs. I don't think I really ever use the chain function of the bombs, except for like the treasure road. <laughs> but the homing bombs yeah. are sick. They move on their own after you throw them. I thought those were pretty tight. Yeah. There's crash. This this ability is this uh, this ability is kind of broken, especially when you get time crash because come Quicksilver from X Men, have the sweet dreams like, yeah. song playing me, in the background to the end of the game to find that ability. <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't. I yeah. I totally I, forgot you can suck up that the crash enemy, and I I don't understand how that enemy. enemy? It's the is little. The, the it's like the bullet thing. Yeah, yeah, it looks yeah, like okay. a bullet, so and figured, it just like yeah. drops. Like, what does I that have to do with time? Like, I, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> there's not a lot of times you use it, but it's it's a definitely an OP ability. So, yeah, there's I, one time where you use it to like you, you can't have it in boss. the game too much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have to do that for like one of the missions. Actually, yeah, oh, for what, those in the live chat it. or in the comments after watching this, what one? I'm curious what your guys' favorite abilities are. Um. Well, I, yeah, I guess we'll just say what our favorite is when it comes to yeah. it. Uh, the cutter. I'm not a big fan of the cutter. I kind of. I, I still like it. to call it boomerang. But when it gets to the buzz saw, I like the buzz saw. I actually do like the buzz saw a lot. I do like the. I don't. I. I. You know, it can. You can freeze it in midair, and then when it charges up, you can get it back. Because there's some. And there's some bosses in particular where you have to. Sh like you just constantly have to be moving and the buzzsaw you just shoot out a buzzsaw and, and you're, you're moving anyways and then once you know you you kind of run in a circle and yeah. then the boss is behind the buzzsaw you let it go then it hits them and comes back to you so yeah i'm I'm not a big fan of it until the buzzsaw i do like the buzzsaw it's probably okay. like I think their I favorite it. I oh really to the yeah to the buzzsaw i, I suck so much for that ability that it's just because I would always like walk while I was trying to aim. So I was like, for me, the, the worst uh, treasure roads was, was using that ability because you need to aim for that, like to, to go around something. And I was just walking while aiming and then I was just like falling. So, or oh. hitting spikes or doing stuff like that. So I see, I see. Interesting. Then the next was the drill. I feel like after, I don't feel like I really got anything much from the upgrades. With the drills, because you can you can upgrade to a pencil, then a twin drill, and it just it just shoots more stuff when you drill. Yeah, I yeah. think it just get more powerful. I think it just like doesn't add right. too much. Then fire. This one's probably. Let me look at them all really quick. I gotta make sure. That's my favorite. Yeah, <laughs> that's okay, my this favorite. is my second that's favorite. The one that yeah, this is the one. Yeah, this is definitely my second favorite. The volcano fire is pretty cool. The dragon fire is sick, dude. Yeah. I think, I wonder if that pulled like, people into the game. Cause I was looking yeah. at the marketing for this game and they showed that that's like the final ability you get for fire, the final evolution. And they were like showing it before the game came out. Probably yeah. cause they knew how cool it was. <laughs> yeah. The, my only problem with that ability is that sometimes I wanted to attack and I just dash. Oh, like, right, to, right. To part, yeah. Because we're so That's used true. to just attacking, and then you're jumping, and then you want to attack, you just dash. 
So right. I had like a problem with that. So one of the hardest the ability goes hard. <laughs> right. We have someone in the chat saying the ability goes hard. Yeah. It's true. Have you ever taken a nap in real life? And if you over nap during the day, you feel like you were hit by a truck. Anyways. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, with my the, favorite with... ability in the real life. <laughs> <laughs> Not in game with... though. With the dragon fire, there's actually a pretty tough treasure road with it where you got to use literally every freaking, you know, extra detail about it. Like where you turn into a dragon and fly, where you use the fire breath, where you speed up the cannon. It was actually, I, I think I, I, I can't remember how long I said I spent on that, but pretty sure it was over 30 minutes, something like that, just for a one minute level. Then the yeah. hammer, I think the, the hammer's not my favorite, but it's, it's definitely one of the coolest. I think it's funny that it upgrades into a toy hammer, uh, wild hammer, which is kind of the stone one. Then you kind of get King DDD's double masked hammer one, which is pretty dang cool. I think my problem with the hammer was I was like second get too close to the to the bosses. So besides, I was just like walk forward and then hit the bosses and take a hit. So my problem with the hammer was, or any like sword and stuff, was just like that. I really enjoy when you to hit the nails in the stages with the hammer oh yeah yeah that i thought i feel like that for the stages was were one, one of the like fun abilities to use in stages yeah i think the final evolution also if you were charging it it would get flames on it so yeah that. that's true that's true so it kind of like would protect you not from bosses but like regular enemies if you wanted to charge up there's ice honestly ice this one's probably my second least or least favorite yeah. I, I don't i just felt like the damage output was so weak actually no that's that's not true because once you could get to a point where you could freeze them but it takes a long time to freeze them and then they shatter it would take quite a big big chunk of damage but it did take a, a bit to get to that point uh and i don't know ice skating on the lava is cool i, I just felt like it was a lot more niche like I, I would like like you know we've talked about some of our favorites being you know, fire, like fire, you can use every stage. Like, doesn't matter. Yeah. You, yeah. yeah. It's fun to that use every one level. Of, one of the good things about the game, like I said before, it was like the stages make use. So I, I didn't like the ice for the combat, but like you said, skating on the stages were nice. So I felt right. like even like some copy abilities not using for combat, like I hated using ice for combat. But then when you have to like traverse through the stage, skating, I enjoy, enjoy them. So. Yeah, agree. Then we go on to needle. Once again, I, I, I call this spikes. I don't know why they have to call it needles. Uh, but pretty much this one was like kind of the same as you evolve. It just got better. Like you'd roll faster if you went into enemies. I did like the crystal needle look a lot, though. And I thought the damage yeah. output was pretty nice. Oh, yeah. and, and also like while you roll, like you could kind of, it had some range because you, when you'd attack with it, like some needles would pop off you. That's pretty cool. But my favorite is the Ranger, buddy. The Noble Ranger wasn't my favorite. I thought the Noble Ranger was cool because, you know, giving any Nintendo character a gun, I think that's just a, a big seller idea. Like, I don't know. They just need to do this with all their characters. How are they going to get Link a gun? I don't know. Turn they got to get Pikachu a gun. <laughs> what was yeah. that? <laughs> Turn everything to FPS, no? Nintendo be right. FPS or, or just some genre, like, you know, Mario Rabbids turn-based RPG uh, tactical game. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I think giving guns to these characters is great. Uh, but no, I think the Space Ranger, I just love the look. I love, the, I love how 
the regular I love the regular shot. I love the charged up shot. Yeah, Space Rangers, my favorite one for sure. Then there's sleep, deep sleep. I think it's kind of funny that you sleep by a pool. Now, okay. One one thing I want to give props to this game is and they could have done this. They could have made you have to find out the missions on your own. And that would have been terrible. Because some things do that. They like, you know, they say, Oh, you didn't get one of the five missions in this level, but you gotta find it out. How would anyone know to take a nap by a pool? You have to yeah. luckily when you beat the game, it, it tells you one of the missions you haven't completed. I, I think that's great. Like it doesn't tell you at all, but like when you beat it, you kind of earn it, like earn the discovery of one. I do kind of hate okay, we're we're kind of going to level design here again, but uh a, a little gripe I do have with the game is when you do how do I say this? Like, if you want to just get one mission done and it's at the very beginning of the game, you have to beat the entire level again. You can't just like, oh, oh I yeah. did the mission and quit out. I think that's kind of a yeah. little flaw. That was like my problem with the post game. <laughs> We're gonna get that. Oh, that's true. Yeah. And yeah. then the sword. The sword's pretty dang cool. Uh, I think all the versions are pretty cool. I think the reason I just didn't feel super special about it was. I don't know. I, I just wish I was Meta Knight. Like, I don't want to be Kirby with Meta Knight Sword. I want to be Meta Knight, dude. <laughs> and then there's Morpho Knight Sword, which is pretty cool. I still don't understand the Kirby lore behind that. And then. Yeah, oh, I have absolutely no idea. <laughs> and then Tornado. Tornado, I think, is one of my lesser favorites, too. It's fun to travel with, but damage wise, I, 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 hate, I hate fighting with it. I like moving around with it. Yeah, same, same. Is that all the abilities? That is all the abilities. Let's oh, get nice. into let's get into the mouthful modes. Let's talk about what we think of mouthful oh, yeah. mode generally. Now I know I kind of made fun of it in my video, but it's just because how how the freak do you come up with this idea? But it, it's executed so well. Like we're looking at the car on screen right now, and I don't know why Kirby just doesn't suck up the car and become a car. But you know this is it's fine. <laughs> From a gameplay perspective, it's it's pretty dang good. Yeah. Uh, I guess we go through these in alphabetical order again. I guess we'll start with the car. That's kind of the, the classic one. I mean, the car stuff's all pretty fun. I feel like every game tries to put in like some kind of racing element sometimes. And this game, yeah. you know, put it in at the right times and they didn't oversell their overstay their welcome. Even the treasure roads yeah. for the car mouth were pretty good. Oh, yeah. And there's treasure roads for the mouthful modes. I thought that was really cool, too. Too. Yeah, I think like you never get frustrated with it. I think that's that's the whole point of the game, also, right? Like mm -hmm. you have these things, you learn very quickly, you use them differently, but you never get like frustrated with it. And I feel like that's pretty nice. Right. So, oh man, alphabetical. This is gonna be kind of funny. We have arch arch mouth, where you know he takes the arch and then he flies with it. They made oh, those yeah. cool little fly levels. Not a lot of them. Uh, I, I wish I had yeah. more. I wish we had more of that. I think that that was uh, pretty fun when we when you flew around. But we had like I think not so many, like three, four times maybe in the the full game. So yeah, I think that's they right. Could have, they could have thought it. And they even added an option to do inverted or not. Ever since I did, I was uh, training to be a navy pilot. Uh, I, I have to do inverted now when like I fly stuff. So that was kind of nice. Because at first I was yeah, crashing. Yeah, I had to. Yeah, I did the same thing, and then I, I saw you could change fruits or invert it, and then I got it good again. 
And then there's big rig mouth. I think that, wait, is that ring mouth? Why is it saying big rig? Oh, oh, big, okay. Well, actually, I guess we'll talk. That's the, that's the truck. At the oh, end. okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, there's not a lot to say. I think that one was just epic. You know, it, it just, something doesn't have to be super complicated or hard to be great. It, I think being epic is like, for example, Zelda Breath of the Wild, Calamity Ganon, the last phase. It's really not that much of a boss, but it's epic. You feel the grandness, you feel the scale. I felt the same with the truck. Like they, yeah, they made that true. truck really cool. The whole music, everything, the, the game yeah. is. It, it's so good. I see like a monkey there is asking for if it's a good learning curve. Like the whole game is a good learning curve. The whole game, even if it's with the modes, they they keep they keep like making it better, right? You're just used to attack, and then all of a sudden you're using to getting to the walls. You're getting like you have to dodge some stuff with them. So it's pretty amazing all the like all the modes, all the multiple modes. And I guess, like, just going off that learning curve thing you were saying, like, you got to remember when we're talking about Kirby game, we're talking about in the span of a Kirby game. Like, yeah, talking about a specific genre, you know, kind of puzzle, not, no, it's not puzzle, uh, collectible light platformer. Like, Kirby's really not meant to be, you know, this, you know, this a feeling where you're going to, like, feel like you overcame a mountain, a mental mountain you had to climb to beat it. It's about, it's really just about enjoying yeah. life, I think. Like, the game is just so alive. It's colorful. Yeah, I, I think that's just what the purpose of this game is. But anyways, we got the coaster mouth. Why can't I not remember these mouths? Oh, I don't... Just call it roller coaster mouth. They have roller coaster mouth. <laughs> yeah. See, like, this is another example. Like, I joked about this in my video, but really, like, why didn't he just go in the roller coaster? Why do you have to yeah. oh, freaking suck it up? <laughs> yeah. Uh... Yeah, I don't know, but it's fun. Really, they did a great job on these. Like, gameplay-wise, wow. Like, Cone Mouth, man, I sometimes I wonder how you get... I think, like, this stuff can only be, like, passed at Nintendo. Because Nintendo, you know, my favorite and least favorite thing about them is they do things that other people wouldn't do, and that can be for the worst, like, you know, their internet stuff. But then, like, I don't know what game would just let you be a traffic cone. Like, Nintendo is probably the company that would approve that. And it, it, it was works. actually like, pretty fun. A, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the attacking with it was pretty cool. And, and I feel like I was feeling like a little kid every time you get a new stuff. Like, oh, I'm a cone now. You know, like, and I feel like felt great. I've, like, had a little difference between them. But again, with the learning curve, like, you get, uh, you get the cone and then later you need to, like, uh, jump uh like a bigger gap and then you need to jump and do the attack to pull up like the whole space to the gap so that's uh, like some pretty pretty fun stuff right oh i agree i agree uh this next one i will say i feel like they just had to put it in there to say they had a certain number of mouthful modes it's the dome mouth it's where like you go on the water tower and shake the thing off that yeah they didn't Which you know what I'm one? talking about? Like you know where no. it's like a water tower looking thing. Ah, okay. Yeah, like you just twist your about, yeah. twirl your joystick for little. Yeah. They're just like, how do we make opening something fun, I guess? I don't know. Yeah, I didn't count that as a link. <laughs> right. There's that there's where the, the thing in the shopping where it just go to the 
it's not the wall it's the i forgot the name of it oh jesus christ and then you do the same thing it's just like for one second where you take something in front of you and then that's it you just break something to to go past it right then we got light bulb i thought light bulb was pretty cool that one's really you know designed for certain levels but i thought they did a good job with it i, I think really what because, you know, if you just have a mode that lights you up, then, like, just light up the room, I guess. But I think what they yeah. did to make it actually interesting were the space gordos. You know, kind of like how when the lights were on, they would go after you. I thought that was cool. Yeah. That's a Mario thing. That's a Mario Boo things. Uh, yeah, yeah, I was thinking the same thing. Yeah. Then there's Pipe Mouth, which is one's pipe mouth oh that's the, the, the it's water? like the cylinder it's the cylinder or like you roll ah uh, oh yeah 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 so that's you just press a to jump with those yeah i think like really once again like that one was really dependent on the design this is where like really it comes down to the developers because if you just had that be a boring little or maybe like they made it last forever i don't know yeah they're they're just good little spurts yeah it's Ring, true. that's another thing it was like very fast, right? You get it, and then you're like, "Oh, that's nice," and then you don't get bored of it. You right. just go, just take it away. That's that's very true. And then there's the the ring mouth, which is where like you can blow how that you can blow the rowboat, or you can just yeah. blast on land. Uh, yeah, I thought that was yeah. I, I, I that honestly just felt like another ability to me. So true. That was cool. that was a nice one too. I say that about everything. <laughs> scissor nice lifts. I enjoy the game. Yeah. Here's I I think this is a lesser one. Scissor lift mouth where you know you go up and down. That one I thought was you know you're just kind of contained to like this one wall just to get like yeah okay yeah. a water D or something. That one's eh, that's on the lower end for sure. Just because I say I love everyone everything, <laughs> you went you went with that. And then, yeah, that one I didn't love. Was yeah, I, I think. Yeah, I, I don't know. Just, just because we say we love stuff doesn't mean like this is like the best thing ever. It's just, <laughs> it's true. I don't know, like you, you look at these ideas and really, I don't know. They could have just they, an average developer would have failed implementing these. Anyways, uh, mouthful mode. Oh, uh, not mouthful mode. Uh, stairs, stairs. I actually thought stairs was interesting. I did think it was a little frustrating sometimes. When you're trying to get a position against a wall or something, and depending what Kirby, way Kirby was facing, the stairs would go like away from the wall when you really wanted it yeah. at that wall. But I thought it was yeah. cool that like you could, you know, you had to use this thing to get to the next part. But like, you know, why not suck up that thing instead of carry that thing and then use it as your attack? I, interesting. Interesting for sure. Then there was storage mouth, which is, you know, kind of similar to the water one. It would just like be hiding things. Like you press up and down on the the joystick, then it would fall over. Oh, yeah, Not that's a lot the of that one I was there. talking about. Trying to talk about for uh, for when you were wait for when, which... when I forgot how to say stuff in English. Oh, gotcha. <laughs> yeah. Uh, then there was vending mouth. I actually thought that was good. The vending machine. I thought it. Yeah. See, like you could just go with this and be like, oh, you shoot out soda. But no, the sodas can break harder objects that you can't normally get through as Kirby, or you can heal yourself with soda or in later, later levels like the post game, you can 
you're only limited to three sodas. I, yeah, I, I think I, I think those are the best abilities and modes when like they can, you know, it's just you can naturally just limit or unlimit yourself. Like you know, at the beginning, yeah. give you all the sodas you want. Later on, how do we make the ability hard? Oh, we just limit the sodas. It becomes kind of a puzzle later on. Like, how do I, what do I need these sodas for, and all that. Then the last one was water balloon mouth. Uh, yeah, pretty much where you guzzled a lot of water, then spat water out, and yeah, I think I think this one was good for like level design. Not much yeah. else there, or you, like there were some enemies that had like dirt on them. It was like the only way to beat them, things like that. All right, yeah, and that that's all the mouthful modes. We didn't ask the chat what their favorite was, but I'm sure you guys got some favorites. Anyways. <laughs> yeah. All right. What what was next on this thing? I, I guess let's talk about we, we keep talking about how these have to do with levels and stages. I don't know like how we would talk I can't remember like every specific level in order or whatever, but let's just talk about the worlds and then maybe like some of our highlights from them. World one, I, I, I think it's got a name. Let, let me see if I can get the name really quick. It's Arrival Continent or wait. Is it a rival continent? Oh, no, that's the... Con- oh, yeah, there's multiple continents. I forgot about that. There is Natural Plains. That's what it's called. Uh, I would just say this is, like, typical World 1 stuff. You know, green pastures. I guess the mall is not. The mall is interesting. And then, you yeah. know, they have the the boss fight at the mall. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to talk about the boss later, or should we just talk about the boss now? I, I guess we'll, we'll talk about an order. We'll kind of like go into the story here. Yeah, actually, let's talk about the story. And then, like, we'll go through, okay. like, the story as it, you know, as if we were playing the game. So, you know, Kirby's just in his land, and, like, something, like, opens up and sucks people from Planet Popstar, Dreamland, whatever. And then you're in this forgotten land, which isn't mentioned until the end of the game, but that's what it is. You're at the forgotten land. And every every boss seems to represent a beast. And yeah, I guess we could talk about the first boss. Uh, I should get their names because I don't remember any of their names. I'm just going to call him Donkey Kong. The big monkey <laughs> I think, guy. I, I think I have them here. Let's see. The bosses. Uh, I don't have to. I, I have the first one, I think it's Gorimondo. Yes. I got that right. Or something like that. So let me, let me, while you look at it, let me show for people watching oh, yeah, youtube yeah people that are listening are not gonna see it but people watching youtube is gonna see it that's a, the giant donkey kong right there uh that was a fun fight that was like i was still learning the game so i was getting too close to him so i kind of got in trouble uh having that fight because i was using the sword the first time and then the second time i actually got him just using normal kirby and it was like way easier just Oh, like I did see that clip of you. Yeah. Yeah, I do think it was, uh, you know, I think it's like a first boss difficulty, but I don't know. I think it just looks cool. It feels, I don't know. I, your first, like this game, I, I think this is what like they should have done with like the first level. Not necessarily put the boss, but like I felt like the first level or two really, I don't know. It, it doesn't like really suck you in and Kirby yeah. should suck you in physically and theoretically. <laughs> but even if this isn't the hardest boss, you're like, okay, I'm in, I'm in like, this is, this is cool stuff. Like the attacks, the design, all that stuff. 
Oh. Um, I don't know. They just got to make it feel cool. Like, you just feel like, wow, okay, like, Kirby's, like, in battle. Like, I don't know. They could have made it something yeah. boring. I mean, I think it was good they put this one in first instead of the tree because the tree is second. I guess we go to the next level. The next world was Everbay Coast. Uh, there was a lot of rowboat stuff here and things like that. Man, I can't remember like the levels at all. I got like really watch them, but whatever. Yeah. I, yeah, I, I feel I like the levels put, you can't really talk about yeah. anyways. Like that's something like you got to experience for yourself, right? Yeah, I think like the levels. They were like, if we talk about, you know, the copy abilities and, and talk about the Malfa mode that we did, just pretty much like using them to play the game. So the levels are like around them. So there's nothing like super. And then and then you have the normal, like the, the, the trees, the desert, you know, the volcano, as far as like a normal Nintendo stage thing. And but and then you have like, so I feel like the levels are not crazy about their designs but how to use everything that kirby have to offer to traverse them i feel like yeah i still i still stand by that they get good later it's just it's just more like you just gotta experience them like if we just talk about them it's like i think it's just kind of standard stuff but yeah yeah there's nothing like we're gonna talk oh you jump and then you (laughs) suck an enemy and then you use that to and then later on you jump you suck an enemy but all in a better (laughs) way but (laughs) that's really it (laughs) So I feel like the, I guess there's the aesthetic differences. More, yeah, like the bosses are more like yeah, that's where the game shines the most for me. I feel like the yeah, I gotta agree. My favorite part of the game yeah. are the boss battles, for sure. Yeah. yeah. So here's the next one: Tropic Woods. I guess this is a different take on Wispy Woods. If you haven't played Kirby games in the past, you know he's that he's that tree in Super Smash Brothers that blows you one direction, and then you got the epic yeah. music. Ding, 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 that was like uh very easy for me and i think you said that in the video too that that's that was what's easier than the the first one and then in the post game where you replay everything it's kind of it's a little harder right i felt like that one depending on which ability you use and then i got changed the ability and it made it easy that's a that's another thing too like the if you change some abilities you get like a really better run at the bosses so it's nice to test the abilities right and see like which one works better for for each boss and sometimes you're using like you get an ability because you're using in that stage and then you get to the boss and you're using that ability they they give like two that you don't kind of like don't want so you need to try to get the boss with the ability that it's not usually like fit to that boss so that's interesting too yeah, I think... Oh, man, I just lost my train of thought. Uh, you were talking about abilities, bosses. Gosh, I lost my train of thought. I'm sorry. <laughs> we can go to the next boss, then. We just can, can go to the third oh, okay. boss. Okay, well, I did have some like... things to say about it, but it was just things that you said. But no, no, yeah, like the tree... I think, like, when it... It, it does the roots, but then, like, it does more roots, and it's... I guess we could talk about their post-game versions here. Like, I, I think that's fine to talk about right now, where... When you have to fight them later, you actually have to fight the bot. Like, I do, they make you fight the bosses a lot of times, which I think is good yeah. and bad. I think it's good when they're spread out because, you know, these are good breather moments, the, stager, the stages. But when they just make you like repeat and repeat, um, I don't know, whatever. But, uh, but I think the post game version of the Tropic Woods is pretty good because then they add yeah. the gates. 
I don't know. It's oh, true. yeah. That, that oh, was I remember what I was going to say. That when you were talking about fighting with different abilities, I do like how the missions make you, uh, like, somewhere like, do it with no da- taking no damage, beat the boss with this certain ability, beat the boss with no ability. I like that kind of stuff. Or, like, it would say... Oh, yeah, like Tropic Woods, like burn one of his roots. So, like, you needed the fire ability for that to burn his root, something like that. Oh, or beat, beat it yeah. without floating. Yeah, I like that stuff a lot. Yeah. Okay. I got to hear, uh, since we were, we were talking about, like, the bosses and then kind of like the post game, uh, I just got, like, the, the first one just to show everyone because it's kind of like a shiny version of the of the, the first boss. And they, they're pretty much like the same boss, but. As normal game design, they have like more attacks, or their or their attacks are difficult, or they stay longer. So, but they're right. like super fun. And then it goes back to when we were talking about the learning curve, right? Because you maybe if we fight like the post game boss straight away, it would be too difficult. But you fought the the boss like a couple of times, so we get to the post game, they add a little more difficulty. And I felt like the bosses, as someone who like plays game a lot you know and we were like in the in the 30s so i don't know if we we're getting better or getting worse we're in that <laughs> point of our of our life where we should get we like we have a lot of experience with games but we're also like not you know we're not like a try hard and get super try hard at every game but i felt like most of bosses i won the first try or maybe like the difficult one were like the second try but they were not always like easy fights and, and of course, I have like the previous, you know, uh, editing the video, knowing kind of their attacks. But once I got the hang of dodging, I got like most of it in the like the first try. But it was always like almost at the end, you know, my life. If I get like one, two hits, I'll be dead and I'll get it. So that's why like the, the boss were super fun. They were not like, you know, big for a five-year-old to beat them all in the first try. So they were not like super, super easy, but they were not Elden Ring <laughs> frustrating. Right. You yeah, had I... to memorize the attacks, but they have like three, four attacks. They don't have like a bazillion attacks that they get to like, so they surprise you or something. Yeah, I think it's similar to, you know, Pokemon difficulty where, you know, a kid may have, you know, trouble beating it. But just because di- difficulty does not always mean fun, and that, that's kind of yeah. what I was saying earlier, like this is a a game where you know they're not giving you fun through difficulty; they're giving you fun through your journey through it, yeah. and like you're given a- enough life where I think it's fun to learn. Like you know, you learn their new attacks, but then you get hit by their attack, and you're like, well, now I know about it, so I'm not gonna I'm gonna expect it next time or whatever. Yeah. So I don't know. I I just think that's like fun. Like, oh, okay, I got hit. I don't have to start the whole level over. I just dodge it next time, and I, I had fun doing it. So, like that same with Pokemon. Like Pokemon's so freaking easy, but like my first playthrough is always so freaking fun. So yeah, yeah. yeah. Once you know everything, it's kind of like every game, right? Once you know right. like what you need to do, it, it gets easy. And I guess like we can. I don't know if uh, we should continue to the to the next boss. I'm yeah, like, let's uh, let's go. I'm, the, oh, I'm stealing. I'm stealing like your. your oh, go ahead. No, I, I just wanted. I just wanted to cover the world before we talked about the boss. Uh, okay. That you, okay. Yeah. Because I think this one's one of the cooler ones. One Daria remains, which is the theme park one. Yes. Yeah. I think this was my favorite world, honestly. 
because every level was just kind of going through different theme park attractions. You know, there's the roller coaster stuff. There's the the rides that are broken. Oh yeah, there's there it is on video on the yeah. screen right now. But uh, or like the Circuit Speedway, that level that was all around the the car mode. It wasn't even all around. It just had like two segments, I think, and then some in between breathers. Uh, the House of Horrors, you know that that whole section where you had to go in with the light, the parade where there was just a ton of different like giant toy like circus things. Yeah, I don't know. I, I think this was my favorite world by far. Just so different every level. I I remember every single level as I read these titles. So for sure. And then who's the boss? You want to talk about this boss? Oh, th- oh, Claraline. This word, yeah, Claraline. Honestly, pretty, anytime like, I anything sounds like Coraline, I think of that movie. Have you ever seen Coraline the movie? No. I'm curious. Anyone in the <laughs> no, live no. chat seen Coraline the movie? <laughs> I I'm pretty sure it's a PG movie, but I'm pretty sure it needs to be PG thirteen. Um, <laughs> yeah, I have absolutely no it idea what you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's uh, is it is it Tim Burton? I'm trying to remember. It's it's one of those stop animation ones. Wait, I, I gotta check this really quick. This is vital to the Kirby conversation. Okay. This is very vital. <laughs> I guess I guess I can say talk about my experience for this. It's where like when look, when he yeah. takes you over, like you get buttons on your eyes and all that stuff. Anyways. <laughs> Uh, I won't talk about it, but that's okay. Claraline, talk about Claraline to me, Visa. Oh, that, there you go. Oh, Mon- monkey knows movies. Monkey knows what you're talking about. Yeah, you have yeah, someone to talk about the, the movie. Then. Yeah. Uh, okay. Let me let me show you here, and then remember my thoughts on the on the boss fight. That that fight, uh, I got it the first try uh, on the normal uh, playthrough. I felt like the post game she was like way harder. So in a post game, she gave me trouble. I had to fight on her like three times. But I think she was uh, the first damageless challenge I actually had to try actually a few times. Because she like does that dig, like she goes underground, then like pops out. And she doesn't do that till you get her to the last third of her health. So you just I I just forgot about every time. Like, okay, I'm doing good, damageless, (laughs) and you get comfortable, then comes out, and I'm like, oh my gosh. And like yeah. the whole match, I'm like, okay, remember she's gonna pop out. Like it's not hard, you just forget. Like Yeah. It's one of those things that I had that with the post game was that you get into the gaming mode where you're just like super focused and you're not getting hit, you're not getting hit, you're not getting hit. All of a sudden in your head, you say, Oh, I'm not getting hit. And then you get hit because you're you just like you lose that super focus you're having with the battle. So but yeah, that was a... Uh, uh, that was a nice battle. That was a, a very interesting battle. Before, yeah, the I think the the post game one, she I feel like she goes up on top a lot and like throws more knives at you and stuff. Yeah, yeah. That's a, another reason why I love the gun ability. You can still shoot her while she's up there. But uh, yeah, honestly, with these bosses, like if my kid, when my kid grows up and plays this. If he's having trouble, I'm just gonna be like, just remember, you just gotta keep moving, dude. Half the time, if you're moving, you're okay. Like, yeah. If you uh, if you if jump you stop and if you you're dodge, screwed. yeah, yeah. If you dump, jump and dodge, you are like you're good to go. And then you just wait for the right moment to attack. And don't get greedy. Don't get greedy too. Don't get, Sometimes that's true. Like, you get Mainly greedy for the damage list stuff. Yeah. 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 
Then we got the next world, which is Winter Horns. Uh, see this one. The I'm looking at the first three level titles, and I I can't tell which one is which. <laughs> Except the Battle of Blizzard Bridge, that was like the boss rush one. That one yeah. had one of the hardest challenges for sure. But this is I, just Kirby and ice levels. That's what I'll tell you. But yeah, Battle Blizzard Bridge. I remember that one specifically because you have to beat you have to beat the the ice mini boss, the polar bear looking thing, the twins, without taking damage for one of the waddle d's. And if you want one hundred percent the game, you gotta get all the waddle d's. And it's annoying because you have to fight all the other bosses and then do that. Like yeah, yeah, like that. I uh, didn't do that. Yeah. So I, I'll, I'll give I'll give the game a pass with that because they don't make you do that a whole lot. But like I hate it when they don't have checkpoints for that because like you obviously you don't have trouble the first five minutes, so you're just wasting your time. And then like yeah. you get worse because you're like okay now you're taking a five minute cooldown getting to that point of facing the yeah. the mini bosses. So, this yeah. game like doesn't have like like I said uh, doesn't have like a lot of frustrating things, but there's like. A tiny things where like like this one where you know ah they could have just changed this just make like you go to that fight you know not fight everything again so there's like some still little stuff especially in the post game for me that were frustrating and that they could have like take that frustration away but just like adding one thing just changing one thing and but i'm glad like most of the game that's not a problem right but they had they they have some parts where, like I said, you know, I wish I could just enter the stage, get it, and never and don't need out. to finish the right. stage again. Yeah, for sure. And then the boss is your first King DDD battle, which I yeah. honestly can't remember. Oh yeah, no, wait, he's in. Oh yeah, he's in that. Uh, yeah, okay, you got right. it on screen, perfect. <laughs> I love King DDD battles, man. They're cool. I, I do. Uh, man, this one's. The the you you fight him again later. The, that fight's so freaking cool with the lava and stuff. Yeah, but I guess we'll talk more about him later. This one he jumps around, hits a hammer, and takes a freaking pill and tries to smash you with it. That's pretty much it. So yeah. Then we go on to the next world, Forbidden Island, which is you know kind of is this no? I'm looking at the levels. I there. Okay, okay. Imagine Kirby in a desert. Desert levels. There it is. Yeah. And then one's an oasis with some water. There's a another mall level, which I thought was still kind of like pretty similar to the mall, just deserted. Uh, let's just get to the boss because that's what we want to talk about. <laughs> so, yeah. uh, it's Collector of the Sleepless Valley. It's the Silly Dolo Dillo. And this is where I learned about the dodge ability. I don't remember the game ever telling you about the dodge ability, but this is where I... First started I don't think using it tells it. you. It doesn't tell it tells you? you at all. I thought I just accidentally I spammed so. A through a part or something. My comments were like, "How did you voice. not know?" And I was like, "I don't know." Yeah. I, just... I think the one. I think the. I actually found out I didn't even dodge right in the silly dillo because when when it does oh. the roll attack and rolls at you, yeah. it automatically zooms it da- zooms it. I mean, not, not zoom it. Uh, puts it in slow mo. So I thought I was making a slicko slow mo, and then when oh. I played after, I was like, "Let me dodge again." And then when you dodge at the right timing, it makes slow mo. So it's kind of funny because I learned. I thought I I did the dodge right during silly dillo, silly dillo, but it just 
He automatically slow mows it yeah. during the roll. So. The, the the rhythm of the dodge is pretty nice too. Cause I, I noticed yesterday that it makes a little sound before he rolls at you. Mm-hmm. And then if you get if you get the sound right, you always dodge because you get like sound, press dodge. So like the rhythm is, is pretty nice. I think the dodge, like they teach you the dodge if you talk to the uh there's one character in the in the game, one Awadaudi that uh, tells you uh, like the stuff that you're missing. If you miss an ability, uh, a blueprint, right. something like that. And then I think the first time you talk to him, it's when he sell, uh, tells you how to dodge. But I did talk to him in the post game. So I did talk to him when, oh, I, oh, when I had okay, everything okay. done. Yeah. So I think that's the one. But I, it's kind of hidden because then you need to like, you know, need to talk to stuff that you're not and like like a 30 year old we don't do that anymore we're barely read tutorials imagine talking to things that we don't need to so right so yeah i'm trying to think what else this guy has a lot of stuff he really hates kirby i guess because he's got like three kirby's hanging up and then he's got a bunch of wanted posters and he pretty much rolls around he makes a dance partner He's a crafty guy, and he throws the dance partner at you and rolls at you. I think that's pretty much it. Um, it's actually a pretty fun boss to play. I think his attacks, just yeah. when described, are just kind of sound generic. I mean, he's an armadillo. Like, yeah. What else that's is he going to uh, do? Yeah. I put the comment of, uh, from Monkey Fuzz again about the usually spam buttons. And I remember, like, I did that to try to dodge. And I, I spam all the buttons, and I was like, okay, there's no dodging in this game. Because to dodge, you need to first guard, and then uh, you need to press like left, right. You need to press from uh, where you want to go. So it's kind of like a weird uh, dodge button because it's a combination of two buttons. Usually, when you have a dodge in a game, it's just like one button, and then you you do. So, so that was like a guard and go somewhere. So that's why, even if I spam buttons, I didn't. I didn't get it. Right. Then the next level world, this is the last main world. It's the Redgar Forbidden Lands. Kind of, you know, similar to before Kirby with lava levels, but it's actually pretty dang good. I remember, I don't think I remember like every level specifically, but I remember moments from the levels. So for example, I remember like stopping the lava balls from falling from the sky. Like one of the missions was stop them before they touch the ground or... Uh, what was another one like when you're on a ro- uh, oh yeah like the ice skating I, I love those ones where you're ice skating on the lava kind of forces yeah. you to stick with the ice ability and then like you're yeah you have to use that as your attack uh, what else was there oh yeah like being on the rowboat in, in on lava great stuff there they do have another boss rush level here the beast pack's final stand or was that the gathering of the beast council what's the difference with the like Oh no, the Gathering of the Beast Council was the actual bosses. And the Beast Pack's final... Oh, at that level, every time you beat a boss, you had a mouthful mode. And those were probably some of the best mouthful mode parts. Yeah, Um, yeah. yeah. It was very clever. And then the Beast Pack's final stand was pretty much a level with, I think, like all the minions. Like, you you face them all at least once. And then you face Forgo King DDD. That fight's legit. I love that fight. That is such a fun fight. Like King DDD just 
freaking slamming the the floor you're on and then it would dip into lava and you know he he did twirl attacks he he ran around like an animal like he yeah. i guess he was technically possessed right or something uh he yeah some, yeah they don't really explain how but i don't care it, it was freaking awesome uh but yeah it I, I just felt like this king ddd was wild this one like if you ever stopped like i like to charge my gun like, you can't do that a lot on this one because he's just gonna hurt you so yeah and I think when he ran around sometimes... Oh, no, I think that's post-game. In the post, his post-game version, when he ran around, like it would create a trail of lava. Yeah, so that's that, a post-game. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's pretty cool stuff. And then we go on to... Uh, kind of the final boss? I, you go on to like the final boss phases, I guess. You find out it's Leongar, King of the Beasts. And he tells you this is the land that they were left be, you know, you're in some kind of science facility and then they got some power and then they forgot. They just left these guys behind and forgot about yeah. it. And, uh, I, yeah, I'll have you talk about this guy. I'm trying to get my, <laughs> cause I feel like this guy changes a lot in the post game when you have to find him again. Yeah. Actually, you know what? Maybe let's like... let's let's save all that for one conversation, I guess. So wait, let's get your thoughts out on the post game because I really don't think there's a lot to say about the post game, and then we'll talk about like the ending and everything here. Okay. Okay. So my story of the post game is okay. Let me let me start with it. Uh, for the post game, for you know people that never play the game, you need to collect souls from Leongar to like kind of like revive him. Uh, and then oh, yeah, I guess we should explain every... that that Leon after you beat the final boss, yeah. he's kind of lost. Yeah, let's go on. Okay, wait, wait. wait. Oh, sorry, I'm, I'm sorry. I, I, this this is my bad. Let me just explain the endings that way. Because I'm like, okay, oh wait, now yeah. we're talking about souls. Okay, so yeah, the final boss, you beat Leon the lion. We'll talk about his move set in a bit. Becomes this goo thing because the alien thing, which is the other. Oh, we never talked about Elphalin. Well, Elphalin, you know the little creature yeah, that follows you around there's another half of it sucks up leon and some monsters then becomes a pile of goo chases after you but then it gets elphalin the guy on screen if you're watching and then it turns into the ultimate life form fecto elphalis uh and then that's the final boss and then he just kind of ditches yeah. leon and then leon's soul is scattered and then visa sorry <laughs> <laughs> go ahead and then you, yeah you need to go like the post game is kind of interesting in a way because you go into like the state, you go to stages where they combine every stage of every continent, or every like world right. there, and then they combine in just one stage to get like a, a piece of every you know normal stage and just do a one post game stage. So you kind of like revive some moments, but they made it a little harder, and then they make you look for a number of souls, and then. Oh my god, I hate that. Because <laughs> like the stages seem so much fun, but you need to keep looking around because like there's some really well hidden souls, right? And at one part, uh, you know, there, there's one thing that you even mentioned in, in the video that Alphaline tells you that the, the stage is still like uh divided in sections. But every section, Elphalene tells you, oh, you got every soul from this section. But sometimes I'm stupid. 
And I was just talking with my friend Christy, and I just went and forgot one. So so I went to the like to the final part of the stage. I was like, yeah, that, this is fine. And then I forgot one. So you need to go back and play the whole stage. And it was the first one of the stage. So like you said, you cannot just grab the first one and leave the stage. You need to play the whole stage again, including the boss in this case, yeah. because the you replay the boss every stage. So I did that. And it kind of like you get one and then you can kind of like, uh, you know, speed through the stage. But it's still like frustrating to go back just for one. That happened again in another one where you need to get the soda mouth mode and break one block. And then there's a sewing that block. And I didn't see that at first. So I went complete, went to the stage. I noticed that I got to the end of that section and Elfling didn't say anything. So I was like, oh, I missed something. Let me go back. And then I noticed, oh no, I had to break this block. But I don't have the soda thing anymore because that breaks while you're playing the stage. Right. So again, I have to like start you know the stage again and do everything just for one so so i did like two like every stage i don't know it was like me messing up but it, you know the, it, it wasn't perfect and then i got to the end and then i learned that you don't need to get every so <laughs> and i was like no like because you have like 300 souls and you get to you need to get 250 if you don't want to like 100 percent the game Right, you just right. need 250 to open the last boss. So I replayed the stage for absolutely no reason. And I was so frustrated with it that it made like the post game for me not such a fun experience. Cause I just I feel like the whole game, it's amazing how you just, you know, go through the stages and have fun, right? You get some auto Ds, but you know, you can redo, they're not like super well hidden and stuff like that. And I feel like the post game just make like you look every little corner, every little detail. And there's parts where like, there's parts of the stage that are the same, but all of a sudden now you can jump here. All of a sudden now you cannot, you know, the, like some of it were not like very well explained. But, uh, and then, so for me, like the post game was frustrating. The boss battle was, were nice because they were like harder, like we said, but having to replay the whole stage just to get like one so. Uh, that was for me that was like a bad design which would just like appear in the last part of the game if you want to 100 percent, i guess but right i think i'm gonna have to disagree with you a little interesting oh my, uh, my, my problem with the post game is this game does some stuff really well but i think the problem with this game is they they just keep repeating the stuff so even though the post game levels are more you know up to my task of difficulty even then, they're not like they're still not the hardest thing ever. But you know, they're. I just find them more fun to play through. I'm like, I've already seen these areas. We're kind of like, yes, I know you added another crocodile there. Like, there's a harder enemy here rather than the standard a wolfy fox character. Yeah, that was my problem. I thought it was a little derivative. Um, the reason I don't I disagree with you, and I may I think I got lucky. Maybe maybe that's part of it. Is in the first area. So like every so like Visa was saying, every post level, it's like represents one of the worlds, and like there's they're split into sections, like each representing like one of the stages in that world. And be, if you get all the souls in that section, Elphalin tells you you got all the souls. 
So what? Yeah. So I would not leave an area until I got all the souls in that area. Um, yeah. So the the problem was the solo one. I didn't leave the <laughs> so, area. Okay. Yeah, but you you lose. And the, the levels solo are one. long. That is true. Yeah. The, yeah. Then they're so all like, finished with the boss the battle. Problem, the first part was my problem. That's for sure. Like the first part where I was not paying attention, and I got one really close to the exit, and and that was it. There was another problem. Uh, there there was another stage where you just like. You pro- you go from one section to the other in a like hallway, and there's no door, and like oh, you're always getting a door or a star, and all of a sudden you're just like walking the hallway, and you go to the next section, and that happened too when I lost the uh, when I when I missed. So there was like some little details that even though that like it tells you, it was still frustrating right. for me. Yeah, I guess that one part really got you. <laughs> yeah, I'm like. Passionate about my <laughs> right. All right, so let's talk about flaws. the final, final boss, and we're gonna talk talk about the final boss and the post game final boss at the same time because you know they're kind of the same. Just you know, one's yeah. got a little more tactics. Let's talk about Leon first. Sometimes he's called Leon. I think Claroline calls him Leon. Uh, anyways, yeah, he's pretty cool. I feel like he's kind of a more difficult uh, gorilla boss, you know, the Donkey Kong one. Add in some freaking laser claws and like a laser mouth that goes, Arr! like, yeah, uh, it, <laughs> yeah. it's pretty cool. It, uh, once again, I think this final boss is, is epic. And I, I actually think yeah. the difficulty is kind of there too. When maybe not the slime part, the slime part's kind of, you know, like he turns in this goo and then chases you. But dude, when he turns into yeah. Ec- or when Fecto Ellis absorbs El- Elphalin, that guy's got some moves, uh, you know, and like he'll go like way in the sky, shoot at you, like those like freaking swords of revealing light from Yu-Gi-Oh. That's all I was thinking of as he was shooting them at me. Um, he multiplies himself. Man, what what else does this guy do? I'm gonna look up everything because actually, I I liked how. Uh, how diverse his moveset was and the difficulty yeah. was there. Yeah. This one, uh, I think because I saw the, the, at least for the normal game, uh, what happened? Did I have to do it again? Cause I remember like, I pretty much, uh, I did like one part without taking hit because like I knew kind of like the movesets and I, I got really good with the, with the dodging mechanics. Cause the dodging is pretty forgivable. Like you can dodge like, when you're getting last hit, minute, you can yeah. dodge. Right. And so, like... But it was, like, a very, very, very fun... I was impressed. I was impressed first watching it. I was impressed, like... And I was impressed battling that that was, like, a boss from a Kirby game. So, it felt like a... You know... An Elder Ring. <laughs> felt like I was playing, like, a cute Elder Ring thing, but... It was, like... It was, like, really, really good, but... Yeah, d- depending on your skill level, I think just with video games in general, this boss is is hard. And then you have to face this boss again when you do the tournament. Like back in Waddle D Town, as you progress the the story, they open this Coliseum, and if you want 100% the game, you got to beat the highest difficulty, which is the Ultimate Cup Z. And then this guy has another form. Like so, the Coliseums we won't talk too much about because I don't think there's a lot to say. Like there's it's a boss rush thing. Like the last one, there's 12 bosses, and the last one's this guy. Oh, we didn't talk about Morpho Knight. I guess Morpho Knight happens before. 
Uh, yeah. So like in in the when he's first the final boss, you just beat his Fecto Elis Elphilis form. In the post game, when you beat the lion with the alien thing, a butterfly comes in, lands on it, and then he turns into Morpho Knight. And I know Morpho Knight's in the Kirby universe. I just don't know how he's used, but he's just pretty much a, a better Meta Knight. Like if you played a Kirby game, yeah. you kind of know how Meta Knight goes. But he's just got flames. He freaking slams these big ha- uh, swords that, like a hammer. Uh, he like freaking makes the the screen trippy by making like. He tilts it, so like you have to like you know adjust how you control that way. Uh, yeah. Definitely the coolest. Well, I don't know. Actually, you know all the final boss stuff. I think all of them are just you know from a look like just from the looks. Like they, they definitely have final boss quality for sure. Yeah, uh, yeah. I have a hard time with it because you kind of like uh, play three bosses in a row to get to him, right? Well, to play two and then get to him. And then the two times I tried, because I think that's how they make it difficult too. Yeah, because like I said, like earlier, like the bosses aren't difficult because they do something new, but you have this this pretty big pool of health. But when you have like three or four phases in a row, yeah, it's yeah. I got and I got hit like the two times I did. I got hit uh, before him, like in the the still the lion phase, lost my ability, and then the boss died. So like two times, I lost my ability and went to again against Morpho Knight as just Kirby, because oh. yeah, and, and it happened like the same thing. Got hit, lost the ability. He died because I was using fire, so like he died from like burning, and and I couldn't get my ability back. So and the two times, uh, I almost got him just playing as Kirby, but it's super hard to hit him because he just attack and jump our our alone. He just uh his movement is super fast so it was very very hard to to get it and i think we we kind of skip like meta knight too because it's a coliseum boss so right so we just skip it because it's not like part of the story i mean it's meta knight yeah yeah but it's like you know meta knight you you know what he does yeah yeah kind of like the same but yeah, I'll keep talking about the ending boss a bit because so for the po- I know we're like all over the place with its different forms, but okay. So with the post game one, I think I did almost beat it like my first try, but then I was like, oh, I have to go through all this again. So I bought the items for the first time. So in Waddle Detail, you could buy items. Uh, it makes your attack more powerful. There's one to get your speed up a little. And it doesn't like it stacks, but not in the sense of power, but in the sense of time. So they can last 999 seconds if you do it all. And then you can get one that doubles your health too. And then I felt like the boss was so easy. It was actually pretty dang easy. But then you go to the Colosseum where like it's the true final boss. Cause then Fecto, Elephus, you go through all those phases again. And then it has another phase where it turns into like this red orb and. It's just pretty much like a red chaos is what it represents, where like it just shoots out lasers, like it makes asteroids fall down. You got to get on those asteroids. It comes sweeping through the asteroids. You got to get on the top asteroid, jump above it, all that stuff. And that is a lot of phases, and it was pretty hard and just a large life pool too. So that I think I could do it eventually, but I think I was I was binging this game, and I was just like, you know, I'm just I've just faced these bosses a lot. I'm just kind of ready to be done. Maybe like. When I go on my next plane trip or something, I'll try to, if I'm looking for a challenge, but yeah, that was pretty insane. Did you try any of the call seems visa? I did just the, the first two, 
Because you, you need to beat the post game to open the, the last oh, one. Oh, that's so the right. The first two is just, yeah, you fight Mana Knight, and then the second one is just like the every boss of the game. Oh, that's when I got the. That's when I won the final boss without getting hit. <laughs> it was in the Colosseum. Because I kind of like knew and I was doing a good well, just dodging. So I probably was like, okay. But like I said, like the, the difficulty really goes up. Because like at one point I you know I can be the final boss pretty much without getting hit. And then I think I got hit, but I think like I did without getting hit like 90% until you get greedy, because you see that you're almost beating. And but then I couldn't beat other bosses in the post game. So Yeah. I would have to agree. So yeah, the good stuff there. The boss battles were good. Man, there's a lot this game has in it. We've been actually talking quite a while. What, what else do we want to talk about? Oh, yeah, let's talk about Waddle D-Town. We keep mentioning Waddle D-Town. Let me look up what's in it. Waddle D-Town is just a cool... How would you describe it? It's just a... I don't know, it's just a cool place. It's a good... Uh, what, what do they call it? Game hub? What, what do they call in the game? It's... I don't know. It's your yeah. hub. I oh man, yeah. I, I uh-huh. know the word, but yeah, it's like if you want to choose your ability, there's a shop where you upgrade them, and they just have really cool, neat ways of doing everything. You got your own Kirby house where you just sleep to regain your health. I think it's kind yeah. of dumb. They should just let you when you enter a level just refill your health. I don't <laughs> yeah, get that. I did yeah, that a couple times, and I was like, wait, what? Just, just start to do that in post game. game. Yeah, yeah, I thought that was kind of weird. Because in the post game you beat a boss, so you're not like full health, and then you you're gonna start another level. So you kind of like had to go out, sleep, and then go back. So in the top we have the mini games because I don't think we talk about that. Yeah. So the first one is the Waddle D Cafe. Did you get to try the Waddle D Cafe? I tried. Yeah, I tried. It was fun. It was like a, you know just pressing the button, but yeah, I thought that was, was a pretty fun. good mini game. If they had multiplayer in these game, I think this one would be a cool cool one to do like a good race one it'd be kind of reminiscent to mario party if you could do that uh and you have to do these mini games if you want to get all the figures uh but anyways um yeah so there's the waddle d cafe oh wait i maybe wait maybe they do have co-op because this game has co-op oh man yeah i wonder uh, i wonder if you work together or compete right i'm looking i don't know Okay, well, <laughs> you get the idea. You serve Waddle Dees the food they want. Yeah. There's a weapon shop. We've kind of talked about that. It's where you upgrade your weapons. Uh, Waddle Dee liveries. This one you can put in passwords that are hidden around the town. And they get you bonus stuff. I just looked, I just Googled them. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I, I don't think yeah. I found one on my own at yeah. all. I, I just Googled them. Uh, but yeah, I think that's kind of cool that they kind of keep the game alive. I even saw one. I think they did one for early January. They even so even though this game's almost a year old, they still had a new code for it. Yeah, they had one holiday something. Yeah. When I when I looked for it, because I googled to use one too, I saw that they had a holiday. And then they have the Waddle D Cinema. Oh, and by the way, the best thing about this Waddle D town is all the Waddle Ds that are in charge of everywhere. They got cool little outfits, like the Waddle the Usher Waddle D. What's he got on again? He's got that little... I don't even know what that hat's called, but a hat ushers wear and a bow tie. Looks so cool. You just watch movies there. You do have to talk to the guy, though, to get your 
figurine for beating the game. There's the Coliseum, which we've talked about. There is... Ooh. Uh, I kind of wanted to talk about... that. The, uh, whatever. Gotcha Machine Alley. Let's talk about Gotcha Machine Alley. You didn't 100% the game, so did you ever do the gotcha machines? No, I didn't. I didn't, yeah. I These weren't unfair. I see a lot of people complaining that this was really hard to do online, but I really did not have trouble. I didn't spend my coins a lot, so maybe that's why. But even then, I was like, oh man, I need one from this collection of 50 or whatever. I'm going to have to spend so much money, but I felt like within five tries, they gave it to you. So like, I don't know this for sure, and that happened multiple times because there's different volumes for the collections and different machines for each volume. I'm pretty sure the ones you don't have, they give a slight boost oh. in, in findability. They have to, because I, otherwise I was just, or I was just freaking lucky. Then after you beat the Ultimate Cup Z of the Coliseum, there's a, a Waddle D that will give you ones you don't have and for a rare stone. Rare stones are harder to get. And they're like the only way you can upgrade your weapon. But once again, I just got some codes from that Waddle D password guy. I don't mind looking stuff up if it's just like tedious stuff. Yeah. Like, do I just want to keep doing the... Because to get rare stones, you have to keep beating the Coliseum, which is doable. Like, I had already been facing the bait bosses so much. It's whatever. Okay, fishing. I've been talking a bit. Have you? Did you do some fishing? I did. I did. I actually messed up twice to get the, the last fish, which was... Oh, yeah? Yeah, I got like impressed with myself because I thought like, oh, this is like the type of game that I'm good, you know, for playing like a bunch of rhythm games when it was a kid, ever since I was a kid. But I still mess up in the end because I pressed the wrong. I just pressed the wrong button. But it was it was it was like a fun mini game to do once, and then that was it. Like, but I yeah, I, I I'm not gonna lie. I I kind of sighed when I not sighed in irritation when i first saw it i was like like i just feel like games have to put in a fishing thing just i don't know what it is why does every game have to have a fishing thing but i will give props it wasn't standard fishing like i've I've tried some fire emblem engage that fishing is the standard fishing you pick your spot in the pond you press a when it bites like okay yeah this was like okay you know press the buttons in the order kirby's has them coming on screen and like you said, it's it's a it's a good breather, but yeah, once you're done with it, you're done. Once you get that big yeah. gold blipper fish, yeah, I got yeah, I thought it was good. Like, and I feel like it it it, it probably didn't take a lot of time to develop either. So they were just like, you know, this is just a, a cool thing to put in the hub world. Hub world, that's what it's called, the hub world. Anyways, <laughs> um, the item shop, we talked about that. Tilt and roll. Oh yeah, I know you did tilt and roll because you sent me some of your yes. attempts. Did you ever yes. beat the extra hard one? Yeah, I beat it. Yeah, nice. actually, I didn't have. There's a before <laughs> laughing because I was I was doing, it, and then I noticed because you know I, I watched the video. I didn't think it was using the controller. You had to tilt the controller. I thought it was just like using oh, it, but right. no, it's like you need to tilt. You have like for people watching, you have to you know do with your controller, and so. As soon as I learned that, I went like, ew, no, I don't want that. But I did anyway, because I was like, no, I need to do it. And then at first, I was having trouble in the hard one, because uh, the thing 
I'm going to show it for people here. Oh, yeah. I uh, guess just quick explainer for those that haven't played yeah. it. Yeah. It's just pretty much yeah. one of those. I don't even know what you call these. I guess you're describing yeah. it. Keep going. Okay. Well, you make me you roll hard, the ball you around. Make hard to, to describe, guys. You roll yeah. the ball around and you got to get it to the end. And there's places yeah. where you can fall off. That's what it is. <laughs> yeah. So it did like you. It, how do I say that? The the thing is the the square that you're looking at that you're rolling like Kirby on, it's it doesn't uh obey to physics because it doesn't tilt like where how you're tilting for Kirby to go there. You kinda have like oh, it's right. it's difficult to, to describe that without you playing, but if you just focus on Kirby, that's what I started to doing. Then I learned, and then I didn't have that, that hard, hard of a time, so I got it like fairly quickly. But if you try to look at the square, because you're trying to do that, uh, it doesn't go that way. For example, I'm going to... Sorry for people listening, just listening, but because I don't know how to... I'll try to explain. I got my phone here. Uh, you're like... You're in a 40... I'll try to explain what I was showing. You're like in a 45 degree, and Kirby should roll this way. But the game makes Kirby roll the other way around because like the, the thing doesn't do this. Like it doesn't go like minus 44, 45 mm -hmm. in the angle. It just like, it never tilts more than a certain angle. So for the physics, Kirby wasn't supposed to, if you look at the square, Kirby wasn't supposed to roll the other way around. And, but for the, but it happens. So so I don't know. It just I had a hard time until I just focused on Kirby and then I got it. Yeah, that so like what, what I did, I was actually playing Joy-Cons with this game. I don't know why, but uh I would what I would do was I, I noticed that you can reset your positioning. Yeah. Cause one thing I'd have a, a hard time doing is like you'd get to like a certain part where you know, there's that like bridge of death that I called once you got to it very skinny, but you had to do like a few of these. So like you couldn't look down on it because you got to beat the timer before 30 seconds. And so like sometimes I think I was flat, but then I look down, and I'm like, oh, that's not flat. Because you know your your mind's yeah. kind of just like tricking. So what I do is once I got to that part, I'd press Y and then it reset it. And I'm like, okay, I'm flat right now. So then I would just like tilt more. And then it was easy to get across. That that's how I that's how I overcome it all. But yeah. Yeah. Anyways, fun little mini game can be frustrating, but yeah, like takes like an hour of your time at the most. Pretty fun. All right. What else was there in Waddle D Town? There was. You ride the Warp Star out. You talked about Wise Waddle D, the one with the little ceremony graduation hat. Waddle D Live. I actually did not play one song from Waddle D Live. All I know is that they ask for money and you give it to them and they upgrade their stage. It's the, a Waddle D band, pretty much, if you don't know what it is. Yeah. Uh, once you save King DDD. Uh, you know, he just lays there while his servants do everything for him. I wonder why they're so loyal to him, but I don't know. <laughs> and how he's so freaking, he's lazy, but he's, you know, he's pretty athletic still. I don't know. Anyways, I think that's all I have for this game, Visa. Uh, yeah. We pretty much really liked this game. No, once again, I wasn't like, I don't think it's like the best thing in the world, but man, what a freaking good experience. I had a, I had a good time. It didn't feel terrible to 100%. It took me like, I think 24 hours or something like that. 
Um, and like I, like me, I, I think if I wasn't doing a video, I would like 98% it. But, uh, cause some stuff I was like, oh, I just don't want to do this, but you know, just for the video, you get that extra 2%, whatever. Yeah. But yeah, it was a good time. Definitely recommend this game. I'm actually looking forward to Kirby's return to dreamland. Um, it's going to, I wonder how it's going to be returning to that 2d form. Cause yeah, it's going to be back to 2d. So that's going to be interesting. Maybe we'll finally play Dream Buffet like we wanted to. Oh, yeah, that's true. That's true. I'll finally play one game that I want. And I, I like that it's very short. Also, I like that it's a game that you can have fun. It's hard because like it's the same price as some other games. They can have right. like, way more hours. But in a way, you know, when you are uh, like working, doing other stuff, have a family, stuff like that, it's nice to have a game where you have like a beginning and you can finish uh without like spending two months three months on the game so yeah i think you can have like small sessions i think you're right about the price i think i'm okay with this one being 60 because even though it's on the shorter side i do think it has a lot of replay value like if i want to go back and challenge myself more there's ways to do that um there's different ways you can play like i kind of want to in the future i want to maybe do like a no ability run i think that'd be fun like not for a video, yeah. just for, just for for fun on my own time. Like, I think there's a lot of stuff to do there. Now, Kirby Star Allies, which I hope to play before Return to Dreamland, I heard is not worth the sixty dollars. <laughs> but <laughs> I guess we'll talk about that if we get to it. I hope we do. I hope we do. Um, man, we had to start with the best one though, because yeah. now it's it's all downhill for Kirby from here. <laughs> Anyways, if you made it this far. Uh, I, I didn't plug it until now, but we got Patreon. If you want to support $1 tier, just basic support $2. If you want to get in our pre-show notes where we can highlight your question or inquiry, $5. If you want to be in the end of mainline video credits and $25, if you want to be a top supporter and we'll shout you out as that. Anyways, that's it for the play and chill podcast. We'll catch play and chill podcast. We'll catch you next week. And we'll talk about whatever's coming up there. See you later. Bye.